You are wrong to another edition of Jesus the Way, the Truth and the Life with Dr. Dayo Otukoya. This program is built to take you on a spiritual journey where you become a certified winner in all aspects of life using Jesus as a guiding compass. So, get ready to bask in the banquet of liberation, transformation, light and knowledge through Christ. And now, Dr. Dayo Odukoya. You're welcome to Jesus, the way, the truth and the life. I'm your host, Dayo Odukoya, or just simply Daddy D. Now hear this. The Lord told me expressly from his word that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. As you listen to me and apply the key lessons from this message, you shall be set free by the grace of God from every oppression of the devil and you will enter into abundant life in Christ Jesus. Say Amen. Glory to God. Now before proceeding with today's message, let's make quickly establish the purpose of this broadcast because if the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. This could explain why some people jettison messages that way wrought great deliverance in their lives like this because they don't understand the purpose. Now, the purpose of this broadcast is actually can be called from the theme, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Three phrases there. Those phrases, they depict the purposes of this broadcast. Number one, Jesus is the way. What does that imply? From John 14, verse 6, our master Jesus emphatically declared, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven or even among men, whereby we must be saved. And Jesus declared emphatically, I said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. That's John 14, 6. The first scripture I quoted was Acts of Apostles, chapter 4, verse 12. From these two scriptures, we can see very clearly that Jesus is the way and the only way to God. It's not a subject for controversy. God has been daily confirming his word. Then, so, as you begin, so what that implies is that by listening to this message, you stand the chance of not missing your way in life as you begin to follow Jesus the way. He gives us the pattern and way to live in life to enjoy the best of life. So that is why it is imperative or important for you to regularly listen to Jesus the way the truth and the life. It's a Bible study. It's not just a sermon or preaching or motivational talk. No. And by soon listen every day, there will be a dramatic change in your life in the name of Jesus. Secondly, Jesus is the truth. Now, what does that imply? It, you, know, you can see that in John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, and then verse 14. I know in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then in verse 14, the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. So we got to understand from all the scriptures that Jesus Christ is the Word of God. In John 17, 17, you also see that the Word of the Bible says the Word of God is the truth. So if you combine the true scriptures, you notice that Jesus Christ is the truth. Jesus Christ is the word. So if the word of God is the truth and Jesus Christ is the word, then Jesus is the truth. 
And you know something very interesting about the truth? Truth is eternal. It's unchangeable. It's infallible. You can't fault it. So when you build your life in and around the truth, you are building eternal legacies and you're not bound to be frustrated or disappointed. Your days of disappointments are terminated from this hour. That's why you need to regularly listen to this program to begin to increase in the knowledge of the truth. And as you do that, your Please, your peace, your joy, your prosperity will continue to increase. The reason why many are frustrated in life is because they are always building their businesses and lives around lies, around what is not true. But I see God delivering you. So make it a habit to listen to Jesus the way you told like regularly. We have also previous our previous recordings podcast on Anchor and Spotify for the past more than close to three years now. We've been on this assignment. Then finally, Jesus' life. You know, you can see that in First John chapter 5, verses 11 to 12. And this is the record that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. He that has the Son has life. So you discover that in Jesus, you stand the chance of enjoying abundant life on earth now. Because by His stripes we are healed. He took our infirmity. So God, God through Jesus Christ has made provision for us to enjoy sound health, which is actually the life in the body. And then, I mean, and then on top of that, He has given us the gift of eternal life in Jesus. So when you have Jesus, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you stand the chance of enjoying eternity with God, of bliss with God. May you not miss that for anything in the world. That is why this program has been put together for you. This program is also put together to help you to discover, develop, and deploy your gift and talent, which is, which are, this is very, I mean, linked to your, the fulfilling your divine assignment. Because your talent is the instrument God has given to fulfill that assignment. And to fulfill that assignment, you may not be able to fulfill, you may not be fulfilled in life. That's why it's very important for you to know how to discover your gift and talent and how to develop it. That's why, again, we have been sent to you. So if you're interested in all this, you get across to me. And of course, finally, this program has been put together for your healing. As you just begin continuously listen to this word of God coming through this message, Jesus, the way to turn life, according to Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them. As you receive this word in faith, it will automatically deliver you from every oppression of sick enemy of the devil and establish your healing and your sound health in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. It's a new day for you. That's why you should be part of this program. You should support it with everything you've got. Support with prayer. Support with it, your, even your finances. And let's show Let's work together to move the kingdom of God forward. It's a new day, and you, your prosperity will be more enhanced that way. It's a new day for you. God bless you mightily. Jesus, the way, taking the world, round the world. I'll be right back. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you You are here Moving in a mist I worship you I worship you You are here Working in this place I worship you you're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and life. I'm your host, Dayo Udukoya, or just simply Daddy T. Now, the topic for this week is the operation of demons. And this week we'll be focusing on 
discerning demonic presence discerning demonic presence we have been on this particular uh, series of operation of demons now for close to four weeks now and so if you have missed the previous episode because they're building it's actually they're they like building blocks so if you miss the foundation you may you may not be able to flow with the with the major lesson the Lord is trying to pass across to us in the whole message. So I will encourage you to go back and search on Anchor and Spotify. We have been uploading all the previous episodes, all our, in fact, all the episodes, all the messages on Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, you know, for more than close to three years, they have been uploaded right there. So you go there and search with Dio Odukoya, and then you then if you are more interested in the operation of demons, just you can also now search, you now just scroll through and begin to look on the titles with operation of demons. You're going to see, I mean, there's got this, I mean, it's going to be about seven or eight in the series, eight, eight episodes in the series, all taken from the book of Mark, chapter 5, verses 1 to 15. That's where the Lord gave us revelation. So let me quickly read that scripture. Mark, chapter 5, verses 1 to 15. I'm paraphrasing now, you know, because so that we can just focus on the theme for today, which is designing demonic presence. Now, Mark, 11, Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 15 says, says, And they came over onto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, that is our master Jesus, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind him, no, not with fed, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of him, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Mm. What a pathetic story. What a devastating situation. What a pathetic situation. Now, we need to understand as we continue in this study of the operation of demons, that the more we are able to clearly and correctly discern the presence of demons as they operate around us, the more effectively we, are, we shall be able to stop and terminate their wicked operations. Let me repeat that because it's very important. The more we are able to clearly and correctly discern the presence or perceive the presence of demons as they operate around us, the more effectively we shall be able to stop and terminate their wicked operations. Especially when you know what to do, which you have been learning through these teachings on the operation of demons. You need to go over them again and again over, this, over the, all the episodes in this series. Now, in today's message, you'll be taken through some of the authentic ways of designing and perceiving the presence of demons. Everything you are being taught, they are taken from the word. Please listen to me. When anybody, if anybody, no matter how place, teaches you anything of principle or doctrine that is not word-based, throw it away. You may end up becoming demonized in the process and oppressed and get into error and heresy that opens the door for dom dom demonic oppressions. 
That's why so many people have backslidden and get the, they end up being possessed by demons because they've gone into heresies. So let us watch it and be careful. We don't need any extra book of the Bible. Some will tell you there are some missing books of the Bible. So they want to start going to that. They get into trouble also. What God has given us in the, in the Bible, compendium of the Bible today, is enough for us. Just stay, stay focused. Stay put with that. So that is just by the side. But it's the one which is very, very important. Maybe somebody need that word this very hour. Take hold of that place. Glory to God. So the more we are able to clearly and correctly design the presence of demons as they operate around us, the more effectively we shall be able to stop and terminate their wicked hearts. So in today's message, you'll be taken through some of the authentic ways. And I said authentic, which are because they are word-based. Hallelujah. Now, um, the first one is, I'm going to share with you is taken from the book of Acts of Apostle, chapter 16, verses 16 to 18. Now, is the account of Apostle Paul with the uh, divination girl. Now, let me quickly read that scripture. Just listen to it. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, that is Paul and his entourage, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us which brought our masters much gain by soothsaying. So that girl was a soothsayer. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. This she did many days. But Saul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, take note, he said to the spirit, not to the girl, he said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out the same hour. That was how the spirit of divination flew out of that girl. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, because Paul was able to design the presence of that demon inside that girl. Glory to God. Let's quickly go through another account. We have a lot to learn. The Lord grant us understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. We shall no longer be oppressed by the devil. We shall no longer be victims of oppression. I mean, subtlety of the enemy in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So see the second account again we are going to explore. We are trying to understand how to discern or perceive the presence of demons around us when they are operating so that we can quickly nip them in the bud and take authority over them. Because when you are not even aware they are operating, that's when they have a field day in oppressing you. But the moment you are aware and you know what to do, you, you have learned, you have had the message on taking authority and you can design their presence. So you quickly take authority. So you become free from the oppression of the devil. You don't give them a leeway. In fact, they begin to fear you because when they know you know and you can design their presence, they will even come around you again. That is the interesting thing. They won't come around you when, because they know when you know. It's only those who don't know, they, they enjoy oppressing more and more. They thrive on, uh, on the ignorance of men. They like it when you don't like to read the Bible. They are very happy. They like it when you, you, you continue to do guy and you are more interested in social media than the Bible. They, they like it that way. They even ah, they will be prodding you on. They enjoy, in fact, because they, they, they thrive on your ignorance of the truth of the word of God. That's what they thrive on. May, not, they, may they not succeed in oppressing you and all that belongs to you and steal and kill and destroy concerning you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. So let's see this second account quickly. Jesus with the woman bent over for 18 years. We can see that account in Luke chapter 13, verses 11 to 17. And that scripture says, And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. Wow. And was bowed together and could not, could in no wise lift up herself. When Jesus saw her, 
he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thy infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, glory to God, and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day, and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to walk. In them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath day lose his ox on, or his axe from the stall and lead him away to watering? And hot this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound this eight, low, this 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day? And when he has said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. Mm. And all the people rejoice for all the glorious things that were done by him. Glory be to God forever. I love this experience. I love this account. So you can see again how the, I mean, how the Lord, through the spirit of discernment of spirit, could design that this human that was bent over. Somebody would just think it's a case of um, brain cripple or bone malformation. But Jesus could see beyond that he could see into the spiritual realm that was Satan sitting on this woman's neck, bending her over for 18 solid years. So it was a demon that was responsible for it, that bent her over. In that particular cracker situation, I mean, situation, the woman was in pain for solid 18 years. Ah, the Lord made the Lord lift up your right and say, Lord, baptize me with the spirit of discernment. Lord, baptize me with the spirit of discernment. Lord, baptize me in the name of Jesus with the spirit of discernment. We need these gifts. These are part of the manifestations and gifts of the Holy Ghost. We need this gift to be able to discern when the demons are operating around us, when they are oppressing our loved ones, when they are oppressing us. When they, are, you know, many things we just adduce it and explain the way it's science. We think it's scientific. It is just a medical issue. You know, that is the problem with mankind. We have learned so much in school that we now begin to disbelieve the word of God. Let me tell you, there's a spiritual realm out there. And there are, some, and there are two realms to that spirit. We have explained this before. The, there's a positive, or positive side to it and there's a negative side to it. There's an evil side to it. There's a good side, good spiritual realm and evil spiritual realm. Satan is in charge of the negative spiritual realm. And they are how to steal, to kill, to destroy. See what they, are, they did to this woman. 18 solid years. Bent over, twisted. She couldn't lift up herself. Can you imagine that? Bowed together, bent over. I see God delivering you and her from every oppression of the devil in the name of Jesus. So these accounts with our apostle support and our master Jesus Christ that we have just read are examples of designing of spirit, which borders on vision, ability to see into the spiritual realm the oppression of demons. It's not all the time you experience this. So it is as the Spirit of God with us, it enables us to be able to see the operation of demons in the spiritual realm. But if we, if we desire, he said, and he said, covet innocence is the best gift. So if you desire it and begin to covet it in prayer, the Holy Ghost, there's a tendency for the Holy Ghost to want to, to manifest more and more these gifts in our lives. It's not partial. It is everything is bordering on you placing a demand on it. Ask and it shall be given unto you. When you strongly desire those, the manifestation of the Holy Ghost in your life, you begin to see more of Him. He doesn't force Himself on us. So we need to begin to desire the gift of designing our spirits. Hallelujah. And I, and I remember the testimony of Kenneth Hagin bordering on this particular topic. It will, it will help our understanding of this topic. Kenneth Hagin of blessed memory. You know, when he was on the earth. Hallelujah. 
he had a similar experience when he was ministering. They, you know, when it, was, it was a particular time during his ministration, they brought a madman to him. And the guy was insane. And then he ministered or prayed for this particular man. And it appears nothing was changing. So the man went back to his seat. But as he was ministering to the others, along the line... He lifted up the, the Holy Ghost prompted him to lift up his eyes and looked and he now looked towards where the man was sitting and suddenly the gift of discernment of spirit just began to operate and he was able to see into the spiritual realm and he saw a demon sitting on the shoulder of that man and gripping his head in very tight arms lock like the way wrestlers grip their opponent's head when they are wrestling. And the Lord made him understand that that was the genesis of that madness. It was that demon that was gripping and, you know, and gripping his head in arm's lock. And he now called the man back. And this time around, he was no longer praying for the man. He just faced, because he was still seeing the demon, he just now directly faced the demon and then bind, was able to bind the demon and commanded the demon to get off his shoulder and get off his back and lose his grip on his head. And of course, the demon has no choice to, uh, to, than to obey because he has been exposed. I see God exposing every enemy of your life in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah. So the demon you know, jumped off, the, uh, loosed his grip on the man's head and then jumped off the, his, 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 his shoulder and then took some few steps and stopped. And because he was still seeing the demon, he, demon, he continued commanding to get out of the premise. Or premises and then he took some few steps again and stopped until eventually he was able to check him out of the entire vicinity but and long long not long after he noticed that the demon went into a pub house opposite the church premises and then not long after the place caught fire so you can see the agenda they're out to steal they're how to kill they're how to destroy they won't succeed with you and high and all our loved ones and other pertains to us anymore in the mighty name of jesus of nazareth and so you can see so anywhere you see fightings, so we are, you know what we are exploring today, we're trying to know all the various ways, how can we design their ministry? Even if you cannot see into the spiritual realm, there are other ways you can design their presence. That's what we are studying today. So anywhere you see fightings, you see wars, you see killings, you see destruction, be it within a family, at the family level or group level or organizational level or national level, know for sure that it is demons at work behind the scene. That is the number one lesson I want you to understand. Don't just explain it away. It is demons at work behind the scene. Anywhere you see fightings, you see wars, you see killings, you see destructions. It is demons at work behind the scene. The, their core agenda is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you begin to take authority over the demons and command restoration of peace in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Another way you can design their presence is through what I call demon, demonic smell. It's another way you can perceive or design the presence of evil spirits. And what is scripture backing up this? Because I've experienced this quite a number of times. So what is scripture backing? You can see in Revelation chapter 18 verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice. That's one of the angels saying, Babylon the great is fallen. Is fallen and has become the habitation of devils and is old of every foul spirit and the cage of every unclean and hateful bread. So you can see the word foul spirit. Foul connotes what? Do you notice the use of the word foul and unclean? You also notice that part of the symptoms of those who are demon possessed, like the madman in today's text, is that they no longer clean up and so they exude, they ex exude foul smell. They also feed on garbage. They live in an unclean environment. 
So, these are the symptoms of demonic presence. When you see this kind of signs, the person is no longer, you know, is no longer cleaning up, is becoming unkept, he may not even wash his teeth, he may not go to the bedroom for a long time. These are all symptoms of demonic presence. Of course, the psychiatrist will just tell you it's a, it's a psychosis, you know, it's just psychological um, disorder or mental disorder. But behind this mental disorder, there are demons most of the time. Of course, there could be congenital malformation or maybe part, certain part of the brain is actually malformed or because somebody has been taking a marijuana and some other drugs can destroy certain parts of the nervous system. And I, I agree, that is also possible. But what is even propelling you to even use those drugs in the fourth place are demons also. It's their demons. Anytime you see people, a kind of destruction going on, just know that demons are behind it. So you see all this. I've literally so let me come back to the issue of um, the foul smell we are talking about. And so I have particularly, you know, um, I have literally perceived foul odor when there are no physical reasons for such foul smell. And from experience, I just, I just, I just, I, I quick, quickly designed that it is the presence of a particular, I mean, a demon around. And the proof of which is that when I quickly, in such cases, what I normally do is to take authority and cast out such demons. And in most of the time, you discover that this foul smell will disappear along because once the source of the smell is gone, the smell should no longer be existing. And the smell will just disappear. I've experienced this not once, not twice. And so we need to be designing. Don't, don't be sensitive in the spirit. So the Holy Ghost may decide to open your spiritual nose because we have spiritual nose, we have, we have spiritual eyes, we have physical eyes. We have spiritual ears, we have physical ears. We have spiritual nose and spiritual, I mean, physical nose. So the Holy Ghost may decide to open your spiritual nose to design the smell in spiritual realm. So let's be sensitive. So another way again we can design the demonic presence and oppression around us is through unnatural or strange voices. Unnatural and strange voices. In the case of possession, Zimon could also make use of victim, their victim's voice to speak. As was the case with this madman of Gadarin. He was not the one speaking anymore to Jesus when he said, What have we to do, Jesus, son, thou son of God? Have you come to, um, I mean, your prayer, I mean, I mean, of torment us before the time? It was not that mad, mad, mad man himself talking. It was the demons, the legions, the demons inside him talking. And so, and in some cases, you describe the voice will be the voice note and quality will be different from the natural, the voice of that man himself naturally. And so, if you have been so, maybe you have been staying with the man before, you just know that this voice is not this man's voice. You will notice a change in the voice quality. So, we need, we need, this, we need to be watchful of people around us. Of things, events around us, and you'll be able to only go through epi to pick the difference and know when it's a demon operating. When you, you begin to train your spiritual ears, your spiritual eyes, your spiritual nose, you begin to train yourself along this line, you begin to discern when demons are operating. So you can design from at times if it's a female, that one is even easier to pick. You can see a female, a, a female possessed by a demon, and you be hearing a male voice coming from the female. That even is most of the time, that one is very clear, and it happens most of the time during um, anytime you are I mean, de demonic possessions, cases of demonic possessions. And so, let's be watchful. We need to be sensitive spiritually, we need to be designing. For instance, I was, I was Paul able to design that of the soothsaying girl. Now, it was not even the voice now, though the demons you know, were speaking through that, that girl, but they were still using the girl's voice naturally. But somehow, the, the fact that 
the repetitious act of the behavior and then the fact that the apostle Paul was grieved in his spirit was part of what actually because when the, something is coming from the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost always manifests in form of joy and peace so anytime you are not feeling that peace and joy in your spirit man you can be rest assured it is not the Holy Ghost at work it must be evil ghost so watch out for the peace and joy if what the message the girl is giving was actually from the Holy Ghost, it would be accompanied with peace and joy. But Apostle Paul was getting grieved in his spirit. It, that was how he knew that this is not the Spirit of God. Because righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, that's the kingdom of God. That's the nature of the Holy Ghost. It, it's accompanied with peace and joy always. It doesn't grieve people. So let's watch it. By the mercy of God, you and I will no longer fall victim of their tactics, their wicked tactics and whims in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I trust that by the mercies of God, you now have a better understanding of why the Lord, I mean, why the Lord said believers should watch and pray. We need to be spiritually sensitive. As we begin to round off, in summary, what should I do to be more spiritually sensitive and discerning? Number one, you have to be genuinely born again. Number two, you have to be baptizing the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues. Number three, you have to daily read and obey the Word of God. Number four, you have to walk in the Spirit always and be more spiritually conscious. Number four, I mean, then still on that number four, I mean, apart, apart from walking in the Spirit, being spiritually conscious, you have to pray more in tongues. That will help you to become more spiritually conscious. You pray more in tongues. And then practice taking authority. The moment you design the presence of demons, take authority instantly. You don't watch it. So after watching and the Holy Ghost has revealed something to you, take authority by faith. Hallelujah. As you begin to do all this, I see God establishing your hand in victory over all demonic activities in the mighty name of Jesus. And so we walk, we begin to walk in our dominion, which the Lord has ordained for us from the book of Genesis, and which our master Jesus has restored us back into. We are ordained for dominion. And I see you and I walking in dominion all today and all the days of our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus the way, taking the world round the world. Adore. Miracle walker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, miracle walker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Dukoy, or just simply Daddy T. We have been exploring the very interesting topic, you know, the operation of demons. And this today we are particularly focusing on designing the presence of demons. How do we design the presence of demons? The Holy Ghost has taught us so many things. Time will not permit us, because we are almost behind time even now. Time will not permit us to go through it again. If you have missed it, please I encourage you to go to Anchor and Spotify, search with Dio Dukoya, and then search all the topics for Operation of Demons. You will see this particular topic there. In fact, go, make sure you start from the beginning and go through all the episodes. Hallelujah. Now, the very first thing we have learned now to do, you know, to be able to design, correctly design the presence of demons, the operation of demons around us, is that when we, we must be genuinely born again and then be filled with the Holy Ghost because it's the Holy Ghost is the revealer of the secrets of all our enemies including all the demons is the one that will help us to design through the gift of discernment is the Holy Ghost that operates that gift and so and before you can receive the Holy Ghost you have to be born again genuinely 
genuinely do you want to, be, to begin to enjoy this amazing grace in the Holy Ghost you want to be able to design the oppression of demons you want to be able to deal with them you want to stop the oppression in their lives the first step is for you to be born again are you ready to take this step then lift up your right hand to the Lord and put your left hand on your chest and say the following after me my heavenly father I come before you in the name of Jesus I know I'm a sinner I'm asking you to forgive my sins I repent of all my sins and promise you that I will no longer go back to my sins I accept your son Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God I believe Jesus Christ is Lord Lord Jesus I accept you as my Lord and my Savior come into my heart I submit my life unto you now fill me with your Holy Spirit and give me the grace to go and sin no more thank you for answering me in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have paid that prayer, I rejoice with you. Congratulations. It's a new day for you. Congratulations. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your testimony and materials. I want to share with you to further build your faith. So you get across to me after this time out. I'll be sharing my contact details with you. Now, let's quickly minister to those who are sick. Maybe you have just given your life to Christ or you have given your life to Christ before and somehow you have still been oppressed by the spirit of infirmity. You can see how the Lord delivered from the exam one of the scriptures I gave you in the course of this ministration, how the Lord delivered that woman that had been oppressed by the devil for 18 years, how the Lord delivered her. The Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's said to deliver you now. He has not changed. Jesus is the one walking with us. He's the one speaking through me. And he's right there with you. He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's right there with you. Stretch forth your hand. Touch the gadget from where you are hearing my voice. Trust the Holy Ghost to flow through you. And as you begin to say amen and agree with me in this prayer, the Holy Ghost will overshadow you and destroy the root of that sickness. Our master Jesus took our infirmity. He bore our sickness. By his stripes we are healed. So we are not permitted to be sick again. The moment you give your life to Christ, you have become one body with Jesus. So you, you, it doesn't have a right to put sickness on you again. Do you understand that? Are you ready to resist him? Are you ready to take what belongs to you? Healing is the children's bread. Are you ready to take what belongs to you in Christ? Begin to say amen to these prayers now. In the name of Jesus, Jehovah lift up these precious before you. In Jesus, then will rebuke and cause the root of that spirit of this spirit of sick of this sickness in their lives. In Jesus, then will rebuke you spirit of infirmity to oppress in this ones. In Jesus' name, lose him now. In Jesus' name, lose her now. In Jesus' name, we bind you and cast you out into the abyss. Never to return. We restore everlasting chains. Never to return. And we overcome you by the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Jehovah God. Father, I beseech you in your mercy. Replace, repair and restore any part of the body of these ones. The enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed and make them whole. Holy Ghost, strengthen them and put them back on their feet. On their feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you believe the word of God in Mark eleven twenty four, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, as we have prayed now, believe that you receive it. Do you believe that you have received your healing now? Shout it. I believe I've received my healing. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. If you truly believe what I've just said now, begin to behave like somebody who is ill. Arise, make your bed. Arise, go about your business. Arise and eat. Arise and go and worship. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter how many times you try it and you seem not, just keep on shouting, Jesus has healed me. I'm getting out of this bed now. Jesus has healed me. I'm getting out of this wheelchair now. Begin to make that effort now. That was how the Lord delivered Papa Egan, Kenneth Egan of blessed memory from, from paralysis. He couldn't move for almost 18 months. But after his 
praying this same prayer. He, I mean, he just jumped, he, he rose, he jumped up on his feet, on his feet and he conquered paralysis. Cancer of the blood also, he was able to overcome it. They gave him one year to live, he lived up to 87 and shook the whole world for Jesus. It's your turn to reign. Believe it, it cannot fail. That's the same way the Lord delivered me from asthma and so many other afflictions. It is your turn. It's working, it, and I see it working for you. Just believe like a child. Just believe. It, you don't need maintenance faith. He said, even if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you will speak to this mountain of sickness to go, and it will obey you. And it, it has no choice. It has obeyed. So go ahead now. Begin to manifest your healing. I want to hear from you. And that takes me to this special test announcement. If you have, I'm sure you have testimonies. So those of us with testimonies concerning your healing, concerning maybe you just gave your life to Christ through this ministration, or maybe your life has been transformed through listening to Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I want you to get across to us. Don't keep it to yourself. Share the testimony or send a test message. Hallelujah. I will be giving you my number. Get your pen ready soon. Or maybe you need counseling concerning spiritual, financial, or academic, or marital issues. What you don't know is what you suffer. You can get across to us. Concerning financial matters, we don't give money, but we will give you counsel of how to generate money. Hallelujah. Then, or maybe you are interested in Christ talent products, like our uploaded podcasts and songs, or maybe you need support concerning your talent production. You are very good in singing, in writing, in speaking, in coding, in dancing, and you want to be a blessing to the body of Christ, not that you are looking for money. Then you can also get across to us. We give you that. We will give you, we'll go through auditioning, and then we can, you can rest as if you are really very good then we're going to give you the necessary support. Or perhaps the Lord is impressing your heart to be a partner in this ministry. You want to be a prayer, prayer partner or financial partner. You can also get across to us. I want you to understand this, that the surest way or key to prosperity is by giving. No, and it's not just about money, please, to advance. Giving to advance the kingdom of God. So as you reach out to me, I see God dramatically changing your story, changing your life, changing and perfecting all that concerns you in the name of Jesus. So my number is this. Take note of it now. 234-909-6505-735. Let me repeat again. 234-909-6505-735. Hallelujah. Remember, it's not what you know that matters, but what you do with what you know. As you begin to trade with these divine secrets, I see God taking you to your topmost top in the name of Jesus. See you again next week and God bless you. Jesus the way. Taking the world round the world. You've been listening to Dr. Dio Odukoya, taking you on a life-transforming journey to ensure you being a winner on earth. For more information and testimonies, contact Daddy D on 090-96-50-5735. Until next time, keep basking in God's grace. Jesus.